The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. This is William Drew. I'm the creative director and the creator of The People Outside, which is about a local radio host um, rebelling against a mysterious lockdown in a fictional town that um, is somewhat like the UK. Um, and this is episode five of season two, um, and it's um, called Christmas Special, and it's written by Marcelo Dos Santos, um, and it features a, an original song by um, Bourgeois and Maurice. Thank you for listening. Hello again, Corby on Sea, and welcome to a rather special, rather festive, rather Christmas episode of Outside Time with your ho-ho-host, Stephanie Wayne. <laughs> she said it. Shh. She's so good. Shh. Now, as you can probably tell, listeners, I am not alone. But before I introduce you to this week's unexpected but actually rather charming guests, I want to do something a little different. I want you to reach for that tartan blanket or that lovely patchwork quilt your gran made and pop it on your toesies. If you have a mug of homemade, hand-milled hot chocolate nearby, cradle it, why don't you? Go on, warm those fingers and toes, listeners. Now take a deep breath and close your eyes and start to picture a cosy pub somewhere in the countryside. Exact location not disclosed for security picture reasons. Picture an open fire, polished floorboards. Visualise handsome, if somewhat worn and in some places chewed furniture. That's odd, isn't it? But let's not focus on the flesh-eating invisible monsters tonight. Let's instead visualise a local pub at Christmas. A brass bar, a small stage where presumably wizened local characters of yore used to belt out status quo on the old karaoke. Picture two ginger cats stretching themselves by the fire and your host, Stephanie Wayne, stroking their bellies. Fabulous. Now, you know I don't like to talk about my personal life. <gasps> But I want you to imagine me in a seriously jolly Christmas jumper, which has, and I kid you not, actual working fairy lights threaded through it. Classic. And even more remarkably, a hand-stitched, and I have to say beautifully rendered, portrait of my face, topped with a very festive Santa hat, complete with a fur pom-pom. So much fun. Now, I know you may be thinking, when and where did Stephanie get merch, as I think it's called, and how can I get some? And the answer is, well, it's not official merch. The station never took up my suggestion on that front. Twats. It's actually a gift from my two guests, Petra and Paul, who, as I understand it, have been combing the countryside looking for me ever since we started broadcasting again and who heroically rescued us from the authorities. Well, I had it under control. Did you? Anyway, our new friends have squirrelled us away in this charming boozer, which is just crammed full of character and... and cats. So many cats. The perfect setup, in other words, for a Christmas special. <laughs> 
are you both? Oh, I can't. Are we? I'm so nervous. Sorry. Don't worry. Just take your time. Can I just say, I love you. Absolutely. I might cry. Oh, there's no need. I actually might, though. Okay, well, if you need... Don't do it. Keep your shit together, woman. Sorry, listeners, for the stronger-than-usual language. I knew she'd do this, Stephanie. Uh, That's fine, but uh, we are, of course, a family show, so if there are any younger listeners... bollocks! I'm going to cry. Honestly, if... I'm crying! Right, Right. well, if we can just... (laughs) If we can just try... Move away from the microphone so we can. It's just. It's just. We love you so much. And this means so, 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 so. so, Is is that. Okay, let's. Let's carry on, shall we? Now, am I right in thinking you are both fans? <laughs> Would it be too far to say super fans? Mega fans. Well, that's very flattering, isn't it? Not that we ever got into radio for fame or attention. That's not something we've ever sought, is it, Ingrid? I've always thought of myself as more of a, a conduit, more of the connecting glue which binds our community. I would I would never describe myself as a celebrity or, oh, God, a star or even e- an icon. <laughs> That's not even in my vocabulary and my Stephanie Thoris, if you will. But I do have to ask, when did you first become obsessed with me? <laughs> well, that's the thing. We only moved into the area just before, you know. What? Well, you know, your party. And we were actually on our way into Corby when... We heard the screaming. The terrorised wailing and such. And then everyone was talking. Were they? I mean, it was huge news. Gosh. Corby on Sea became known as Corpsey on Sea. And then, of course, people started saying things about you once the monsters reached the mainland. But you have to know, we never believed any of that. Good, because I didn't release the monsters. And really, I think it's wrong to think of it as, as my party. That keeps coming up. And I think that's something we need to be really clear about. Oh, we know that. But but then you were gone, just like that. And they replaced you with that charisma vacuum, Arno. And it was never the same. So we started listening to your back catalogue and the bootlegs. Bootlegs? Oh, I mean, there's so much rare and bare material out there, you have no idea. Outtakes, samples, club remixes. And now there isn't a day, is there? Not a day. There isn't a day that goes by. I mean... It doesn't matter what I'm doing, whether I'm staying in or scavenging in the woods for monster kills to make into a tasty stew or securing the perimeter fences when I don't listen to you or replay your voice in my mind. And what is it about the show you love so much? You! Oh, my, but... But specifically? Everything. We love everything about you. Okay, let's maybe keep things moving, Stephanie. There it is. It's actually worse in real life, isn't it? I'm sorry, what's that? Nothing. No, go on. No, it's just... Has anyone ever told you that there's a certain tone to your voice? What tone? No, not tone. That's not right. Not tone. Quality. What kind of quality? Um, the the quality of... 
a metal sewer grate being dragged across concrete. The quality of foxes having sex, a sort of like rapey screeching. It's nothing personal. <gasps> Why do you always defend her? Because I think she brings something to the show. Thank you. A certain sourness to offset Stephanie's sweetness. OK, I'm not sure I would describe myself as sour. A deliberately off-key note in a jazz riff. <laughs> A moniker to a Chandler, if you will. He always defends you, but I'm sorry, I have to be honest. I preferred it when you were off the show. I'm barely on the show. Oh, that is so you, isn't it? That is so Ingrid, isn't it? So Ingrid. I am Ingrid. I know, but you don't half go on about it. I don't. Oh, it's like an ice pick to the skull, isn't it? Can I just say, can I actually just put it on record that I think... There's been too much Ingrid in the show this season. No, you fucking can't. I think I should step in and say that we really value all listener feedback, even if it is spirited. That is so Stephanie, isn't it? So Stephanie. That's what I mean. They complement each other. Stephanie's the warmth, the soul, the light, and... Ingrid is the dark that surrounds her and does. The dark which envelops the world. Which brings us nicely to Christmas. Now, I don't think it will come as a surprise to our listeners to hear that I'm a very festive person, which is not to say I'm not obsessed with summer. I am. Or that I don't stand spring or adore autumn. But call me old-fashioned, and maybe, actually, it's not fashionable to say anymore, but there's just something about Christmas, isn't there? Something special. For some, it's about the Christmas telly, isn't it? For others, it's about the pub on Christmas Eve. And yes, for others, it's just about getting presents. But I think we all know deep down that's that's not the real meaning of Christmas, is it? Christmas for me will always be dessert. Now, I understand you've both made every single recipe ever featured on the show. That is correct. Even the Christmas ones? Especially the Christmas ones. And you've made a selection for me to try today? We have. Fabulous. That is so kind, isn't it, Ingrid? We've had to make some substitutions owing to the... Yes, yes, I understand. We've all had to learn to be inventive, haven't we, in these unprecedented times. We're all very used to those imaginative and actually very healthy, dairy-free and vegan alternatives. This is the No Guilt Christmas Yule Log from episode 643, December 22nd. Wow. Now, listeners, you'll you'll just have to take my word for it, but that looks incredible. The way it really looks like a log and the depth of colour in the chocolate icing. Peat. Sorry? Peat icing. Yeah, yes, yes. A dark peat colour decorated with icing sugar. Dust. Like just settling. Yeah, yes, a, a dusting of icing sugar. Okay. Listen, I can't resist. I'm going to have a bite. Hmm. Mmm. Delicious. Like a mouthful of Christmas. Is something wrong? No, of course not. Why did you say it like that then? Like what? Like you didn't mean it. You do mean it, don't you, Stephanie? Absolutely. I just wasn't expecting the earthiness, but it has lots of... Real points of interest, the, the bitterness of Marmite, is it? Like a mouthful of Christmas. E- yes, like a, um, a mouthful of Christmas. Oh, she's still not doing it right. There's always space for interpretation. Can we go for another take? It's live. Oh, I know, darling, but Stephanie, 
I'd love it if you could find some other twinkle in your voice when you ate Linda's gingerbread cookies in episode 544, December 21st. I, I think we've got it. No, come on, it should be more like this. A mouthful of Christmas. A mouthful of Christmas. Thank you for the note, but I think we've got that. I wonder if we need to cut to a break. No, no, not like that. Do it in the Ingrid voice. The, uh, 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 I'm Ingrid, uh, 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 in that tone. <laughs> Stephanie, make them stop. I don't think we can, Ingrid. As you know, I've read a lot about celebrity, and obviously I'm not saying I am a celebrity or a ooh, star. I'm not saying that at all, at all. But when your work really cuts through, when it really connects, and when the fans start feeling ownership of your, dare I say it, mythology, then that's the moment when the idea of Stephanie eclipses the reality of Stephanie the person and there's nothing you can do. Plus, it's the kind of thing that leads to underground cult status and then eventual breakout success. Before you know it, there could be fan fiction about us. Oh my God, there is. What? No. We've written loads. Not just us either. There's so much out there. Really? Well, there's us and a really committed 12-year-old girl in With a Beyoncé who is creating a really interesting genre mashup with some drive-time radio, K-pop bands and torture porn. Gosh, that sounds exciting. Well, maybe this would be a good time to hear a bit of your fan fiction. Oh, no, I can't. I'll cry again. Oh, well, actually, maybe we should just move on then. You read it. Oh, my God. Will you read it? That would be, like, such an honour. Oh, really? Well, uh, as we don't actually have any adverts to cut to, maybe just a flavour. Maybe to give some of our other listeners ideas. Uh, maybe this is something you can all do to fill your time in between baking and whatever is actually happening out there. Oh, right, so is this... from this paragraph? I can't believe this is happening. Yes, very exciting. OK. And what's this piece called? Untitled. OK. Untitled by Petra M. Bates. How long is this? Well, OK, just a, a flavour. <clears throat> Stephanie Wayne looking stunning in a dress the colour of love bites and danger. <laughs> Storms out of the recording booth. She radiates power... Strength, vulnerability, charisma crackles like a lightning storm around her. Gosh, it's so fascinating to really see how other people see you, isn't it? <clears throat> so, Stephanie looks down the radio station's busy corridors lined with framed photographs of figures from Corby-on-Sea's Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Gabby Sydenham, Terry Dowling, Manny DeGlasses, as well as countless celebrity guests like Gary Glitter, Jimmy Savile and Cliff Rich. Might need to get the legal on that one. Um, where's Ingrid? Stephanie demands of no one and everyone. Interns and receptionists scatter at the sound of her six-inch heels striking the checkerboard marble floors as she walks. Wow. <laughs> the highest heel I've ever seen Stephanie wear is a Birkenstock. OK, we're going to circle back to a few things at the end, but really enjoying the energy and colour so far, guys. Okay. Um, Stephanie pauses in front of a door which has the words station and manager embossed in gold gilt and government complicity. She doesn't knock. 
There is no door in the world that can withstand her righteous anger or her six-inch stiletto heels. I have to say, I do prefer a flat, although I'm no stranger to a boot. I've never seen you in a boot. Hug boots? Walking boots? Anyway, thwack! The door dissolves to reveal Stephanie's producer, Simon. At six foot two, with an American footballer's physique and a swimmer's grace, Simon's ascent to regional radio middle management was inevitable, irresistible. He was born for it. But Simon was a company man through and through. He'd always toe the line. You lied to me, Stephanie pants. Oh, okay. You lied to me, Stephanie pants. Ingrid hasn't given up radio producing to pursue a career in illegal organ harvesting. I should have seen through the lie. Sorry, can I... I think I'm hyperventilating. Okay. I should have seen through the lie sooner. It's almost too believable. You fired her in order to silence me, but I will not be silenced. I will not be gagged. Simon stands and, silently, slowly undoes the button of his collar. He takes off his tie and keeps unbuttoning his shirt to reveal rock-hard abs and semen gutters. He holds out the tie to Stephanie and says, Gag me then. Right, great, st steamy stuff. <laughs> Woof, maybe a little too steamy for this time of day. I might just skip ahead to... Oh. Yes, yeah, so quite a lot of... Well, I suppose I can only describe it as bondage, isn't there? Well, it's a metaphor, really. For us, the sexual tension between you and Simon was what really drove the show. Simon? God rest his soul. Well, as you know, listeners, I don't like to talk about my private life. Personal life. Private life. You say personal life. But I will say that Simon was not exactly my type. Um, what is your type, Stephanie? As you all know, I'm a very private person, but for me, um... Loyalty is very important. Is it? Of course. And a sense of humour. Do you know who we thought had a great sense of humour? Poppy. Live for Poppy. Bring back Poppy. Really? Poppy the puzzle bore? Rude. Yes, that is a bit rude, Ingrid. She is my girlfriend, possibly. <laughs> I just think you have a tendency to want what you can't have. You didn't seem that into Poppy before, but as soon as she abandons you... She might not have abandoned me. She might just be dead. <laughs> well, maybe, but... You like to build up the idea of people, not the reality, and then be completely oblivious to what's actually in front of you. Who's in front of you? Well, that's a load of bollocks. Is it? Absolutely. Your insight into other people, the way you care, the way you make us feel seen, I mean, that's why we love you. They do seem to love me, Ingrid, and really get me. We do. We do. do. Listeners, I think we're in for a bit of a treat here. I understand you've also written a song about outside time. Uh, three albums, actually. Three? And and what were they called, in case the listeners want to... Uh, the debut album is called I'm Only Happy When It Wanes. The follow-up was Outside Time All The Time. How fun. This is the lead single from the Christmas album, Our Saviour, The Wrathful and Righteous Second Coming of Stephanie Wayne. Well, that is certainly Christmassy. Take it away. When we hear your voice, we feel your love. 
You are just like one of us, except that you're not. Stephanie, oh Stephanie, shining like a Christmas tree. Through the darkness, here to guide us, Stephanie will provide us with salvation. She cares and she'll answer our prayers. Stephanie is our savior, so monsters beware. Are you ready? Open the doors, turn off the lights Stephanie is here to fight Sing to let the creatures in It's judgment day tonight She'll kill them with her charm She'll kill them with her grace She'll kill them with her radiant radio face She'll kill them with ease While reciting recipes And when it's all over We'll all feast On Aquafaba Pavlova She'll save us from the beasts Stephanie, Stephanie, she'll save us from the beasts. She'll rip off the heads and tear off the hearts and bake them into a lovely tart, which will lead as we march to Corby on sea. All hail the Messiah, Stephanie. Okay. Well, uh, I have to say, I found that very festive and also... Rather insightful. Insightful. Although, perhaps a little idealised in places. A little? Oh, everyone's a critic. They think you're Christ reborn. They're taking a bit of licence with the Christmas theme and perhaps getting carried away, but other than that, I found it very moving. Of course you did. Listeners, this isn't something I like to open up about, but radio can be very lonely sometimes. It's just you... Completely on your own. Well, not completely. Completely on your own, talking into the dark. And that's why it's so moving. Really, it is finally to be seen. But you're nothing like any of that. Don't listen to her, Stephanie. Hater's gonna hate. Listen to me, you. She's not warm. She just has a deep voice. She doesn't listen to callers. She just has a shopping list and waits for their voices to stop. She has no idea who she is, let alone anyone else. But she exists entirely in relation to what other people think of her. She's self-absorbed, self-interested, self-deluded. Well, wait. I think we've heard enough, frankly. Wait, listen to me. You are self-absorbed, Stephanie. It's true, but you're also very funny, often without realising it. But the point is, you make me laugh. And every time I've needed you, really needed you, you were there for me. And actually, the truth is, these people don't love you. They can't love you because they don't know you. I know you. And despite knowing you, I... I love you. I'm not sure I buy that. Not at all. Although I suppose there were clues. Very subtle. It feels forced to me. Are we supposed to believe that all along it was these two with the sexual tension? She did rescue her from the monsters. And actually, she did try and warn her about Simon. I've always read that as her just wanting her job back. Come on, I left the fisher folk for her. For her or because they kill people? Both. Uh, But then she did kill Simon. No, it was an accident. A woman scorned. I mean, it explains the intense codependence. And the insistence on Birkenstock. Oh, shut up! Just shut up! Stephanie! Steph, you haven't said anything. Say something. Um, 
Well, did anyone hear that? What? Uh, Petra, maybe you need to check on the cats. No need, they're in position. Position? Bounty hunters? I don't think so. Listen. It's time. What do you mean? For the new dawn. It's barely 5pm. Monsters. Don't worry, Stephanie. As long as we stay inside and keep the lights on, we should be safe. What are you doing? Underscoring. Well, can you please stop and just help me make sure the windows are shut? Don't panic, Ingrid. A Petra and Paul have survived out here for quite a while. I'm sure they know exactly what they're doing. Are you excited? Well, I wouldn't say excited, actually. We are. Okay. The back door is wide open. And I found a cat tied just outside. Like bait. Open the doors, turn off the light. Stephanie is here to fight. Sing to let the creatures in. It's judgment day tonight. Oh, right. So you are actually bonkers. Did that come from upstairs? Are they inside? Now is the hour, the outside hour. Stephanie, we need to get out. Caesar! Let go of me! By Simon's direction, we await the resurrection. Stephanie, tell them to let go of me! Guys, I think this might be getting out of hand. I think it's a good idea if we turn the lights back on, guys. Stephanie, help! I don't know what to do. Why do you sound scared, Stephanie? Because I am. But you have the power. What power? Power over the monsters. I don't think I do. No one has survived direct contact with monsters except you. And me. Oh, silence. No one wants to hear from you, ever. Let her go. Right, can we just be sensible about this? No. Come back here, Paul. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Outside Time. Your host, Stephanie Wayne, is indisposed. But don't worry, there's nothing to worry about. Everything is about to change for the better. A saviour has come. All shall be undone. We welcome you, monsters. We welcome you to your doom. I think there might be a misunderstanding. <laughs> Petra? Tis but a scratch. Well, there's blood everywhere. Do you have weapons? We have Stephanie! <laughs> Ingrid, I'm really sorry about all of this and I just want to say, in case anything happens, I love you too, as a friend. My my best friend. Stop hiding, Stephanie. Now is the time to realise your greatness. Now is the time, as you have preached, to self-actualise your true potential as an independent single woman. I don't know what you want me to do. Kill them. Kill the monsters, Stephanie. <laughs> Trump! Oh, God. God! She's dead. I can feel the monster's breath upon me. Stephanie! Stephanie, why aren't you saving us? This episode of The People Outside was written by Marcelo dos Santos. Petra was played by Liv Morris. Peter was played by George Hayworth. 
Ingrid was played by Bella Hissom, and Stephanie was played by me, Helen Duff. Judgment Day was an original song written and performed by Liv Morris and George Hayworth, more frequently known as Bourgeois and Maurice. Sound design by Kieran Lucas. The producer was Oliver Seymour, and the creative director was William Drew. Series two of The People Outside is made with the support of Arts Council England. Visit our website, www.thepeopleoutside.com, to find out more and listen to other episodes. <laughs>